Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 126. Today, we're going to discuss the five key ways to prepare your business for sale. Right, so everyone who's got a business has to kind of think about that end game. So what's going to happen when you retire? What's going to happen when you want to move on to another venture? Generally, unless you're handing your business down to uh, your children, for example, you're going to end up selling it. So what we'll talk about is some five key ways of how you can prepare your business for sale. Now, this could be a plan that you've got where you want to um, sell your business in the near future, or it could be a situation where you just want to be prepared just in case. You know, you've got to remember, sometimes life throws stuff at us that we are not prepared for, uh, and we're actually forced, our hand is forced to sell our business because we can't actually manage it anymore or, or whatever. So, um I like to think that the what we're talking about today, these tips are going to um, help you set up your business in a better way to enable you to be prepared for if the something problematic happens and you have to move on, or if you actually are planning to sell, say, in 12 months' time. Okay, so the first one is if you're planning to sell your business in a year's time or even any time, we want to make sure we've got enough time before listing the business to actually get it well prepared. So generally what I would suggest is 12 months out from when you are planning on selling, you should start working on setting up your business specifically for sale. And I know that sounds a bit strange because people say, well, you know, my business is my business. And you know, it's ready to be sold whenever I'm ready. But there are th- things you can do that will better prepare you and will get you a better bang for your buck or more money for your business when you go and sell it. So the first one is starting a year out. Give yourself some preparation and give yourself some time to get that preparation organized. Okay, so number two, financials. So we just need to make sure One of the key things when you're selling your business is obviously the financial performance of the business. But you need to make sure that those finances are shown and recorded in a good and easy fashion to make sure that there's no fish hooks when you come to sell it. So go through your financials, make sure you've got some good record keeping, make sure it's accessible, you've got your profit, your expenses, and all of their all of that stuff is all sorted. And and you know, if you're not using an accounting system like QuickBooks or Zero, um, I would suggest you go and use those, um, even if it's for the twelve months before you sell. Because remember, a lot of the time, the previous twelve months financials are what is looked at to set your business sale price. So. Even if you're 12 months out and you start using an accounting software, 
it's going to be a lot better than just saying, well, um, I don't use those programs. I'm just going to keep doing it the way I'm doing it on the spreadsheet. And then find when you go to sell that you've got, you've found some issues there or or the, the potential buyers have found some um, errors in your spreadsheets or, or that sort of thing. And that can make a massive difference. You know, um, a wrong a, a zero put in the wrong place can affect the profitability of your of what you you know your business and what what you're going to get for it. So um, set up some good record keeping. The other thing is with your financials, you really want to make sure it's steady as she goes for that twelve months before you know you list the business for sale. So you don't really want to be going and doing too many dramatic changes financially to the business. Um, because what buyers want to see is they want to see a steady income. They want to see reoccurring income, um, you know, and and they don't want to see massive expenses on something and then and and sort of um, you know fluctuations in profit and all that sort of thing. They want to see a steady stream of income and and expenses are are reasonably steady as well. So think about that and how you're going to run your business for that 12 months before you sell. You want to basically set it up so it's running as normal as it possibly can be uh, without too many sort of, um, you know, adjustments there. Okay, so number three, systems and operating processes. So when people are buying businesses, they look at the financials, but they also look at the way the business is set up and how easy it is for them to step into your role um, and run the business. The best way to do that is to have systems and documented operating processes. So then you can say to them, well, look, I've got these, uh, you know, I've got these templates, I've got these systems and, and processes all documented out. All you need to do is follow these, these documents and, you know, you can run the business just like I do. If you've got all of that stuff stuck in your head and not written down anywhere, then it's actually a liability because the person that is leaving the company is you when you sell it and all of that information that's in your head is going with you. So you need to get that down on paper and you need to get it in a way that it's systemized and that people can understand it. So the best way of doing that is to go through and document all of your stuff. And then I'd get an independent person to have a look at it and say, you know, say to them, well, look, you know, if you were, were to fill my shoes tomorrow, and you looked at these documents, is this going to be enough for you to be able to manage the business without too many problems? Okay, so you're going to have to do a handover period. We understand that. So that means that after you sell, there's normally a normally about six months, three to six months of handover period. And that's a period where you work with the new buyer and, and answer questions that they've got about how do they do this, what do they do here, and all that sort of thing. But this will actually... If if you set up these systems before you sell, this will actually reduce your input and the requirement of that sort of handover period. So it's definitely something to do and it adds value to the business sale. So if you've got some really good documentation about how to run the business, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to sell. Okay, the fourth one is leave some carrots. What do I mean by that? I mean, don't... Um, you know, don't try and maximize all of the opportunities in your business to make the, um, you know, the financial side of it look is look really good. 
Um, so, you know, don't go and launching all these new products and things and 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 sort of maximize trying to maximize all of the things that you all of the opportunities you've got in your business you want to leave some of those carrots for the for the buyer obviously you want to make sure that when you go to sell it that the these carrots are being made well aware of you know you're you're, you're making um potential buyers well aware of what these opportunities are because these are great because then people can you haven't had to spend the time on on developing and rolling them out but they are still opportunities there that a new buyer will look at and go oh this is great you know i can come in i can uh roll this new product out that, that that's sort of sitting in the wings um and straight away i'm going to make some growth and, and and some more profit in the business so you want to leave some carrots okay the fifth and final one that i would focus on is what will happen when you go to sell your business is it's very likely that a sort of a SWOT analysis will be done on your business. So SWOT is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Um, so for example, strengths, the strengths, what are the strengths in your business? What are the opportunities that are uh, there that people can capitalize on? Uh, uh, then you've got also weaknesses. Weaknesses are certain parts of your business which aren't doing as good as they could be. Um, and then threats. So threats are something like your competition. So what I would do is do your own SWOT on your current business and actually, you know, get someone else to look into that with you. So, so get an independent because, you know, you're probably going to have the blinkers on a little bit because it is your business. It is your baby you're probably not going to be as critical as you could doing a SWOT analysis. So get someone to help you with it, but focus on some of those weaknesses and the threats and try and reduce those or address the impact of those over the 12 months before you go to sell it. Because when you go to sell it, that will make them a lot more diluted, those threats and weaknesses, and make them not so much of an impact to a potential buyer. Um, obviously, you also want to pr be promoting the strengths and the opportunities when you go to sell it, but that will, will all come out in the documentation and the way you present your business. So have a look at that now, and then that will give you some time to address some of those issues that could be in your business, which you sort of haven't bothered dealing with um, in the day-to-day -day running up until now. So with these five key ways to prepare your business for sale, basically you want to be recording everything in a really clear and easy manner because when you come to sell it, you're going to have to do all of this stuff anyway. So you might as well be working on it um, you know, over that period before you go to list it for sale. Um, pretty much the when you've got the time to sell, like when you've reached that 12 months or you've decided or you need to sell, there's going to be, you know, a few options for you of how you're going to sell it. Um, you know, there's, uh, you could use a broker or there's a number of online platforms like flipper.com um, or even a, a sort of outside um, idea is that you could actually approach one of your existing competitors and see whether they would want to buy the business off you. Now, I know that sounds a bit strange, but the, um, a lot of competitors are very keen to buy um, buy their competition out because, you know, that gets rid of a threat to their current business. And it also adds a massive opportunity of growth for them by acquiring your business. I mean, you see 
um, acquisitions take place all over the show all the time of where people are getting bought out by bigger companies, but they're all in the same space. So that's a, definitely an option for you. So don't discount that one because you might get a really good price for your business by selling to a competitor. Right, so that's our five key ways to prepare your business for sale. If you are struggling with this or struggling to get your head around it and you want some advice on that, uh, this is something that I do. Go to our website at emilyandblair.com. Uh, the link to our website is in the show notes. I can get on a 30-minute free call with you and talk through some of the issues you're having and help you set in place a 12-month plan or whatever period you want to run with um, to best prepare your business and make sure you get the best bang for your buck when you go to sell your business. Okay, so that's all we've got time for in episode 126, Five Key Ways to Prepare Your Business for Sale. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.